Alright, so recording whenever you're ready. Are you playing phone games and shit? Yeah, multitasking and shit. Mm-hmm. You should lean more this way, though. Should I? You should, unless you don't want the people to hear you. You mm. be the spirit and more than just the personality or whatever. The voice be the spirit. Just can't nobody hear that shit. <laughs> Move, live movement on microphone. Alright, there we go. Yeah. You ready? Yep. Oh, you know what? This is a good opportunity to do this. A while ago, back when I wasn't sure PJ wasn't going to be back at all because it was a long stretch there, I asked a couple of listeners, like, hey, uh, if for one of the episodes when it's just me because you was in school at the time, so I'm like, it's probably just going to be me. So y'all want to say, like, theme music or have your own theme music intro. And I think two people, I think both mics sent me one. So I'm going to play one, maybe both. I'll figure it out. But they're going to tell you. So what time is it? Time to get that hustle on. Time to get that hustle on. Hey, hustlers. This is the homie Mike Bagford. Hey, yo, Brent. It's your boy Mike Brooklyn. Uh, I figure it's Friday or whatever the fuck day you're listening to this on. Uh, I figure you're about ready to get your hustle on. So let me just get you ready. Theme Theme music. music. Thank you, homies, and what's going on, everybody? I'm Brent. And I'm the spirit. And this is the home video hustle where we do what? Hustle motherfucking hustle. Yeah, you ain't got to say that in a while, hey. Hey. It's the first time in a while. It's just been me and you. I don't remember the last time it was now. I know. PJ off somewhere getting his dick sucked. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I tried, y'all. Like, I know a lot of people be like, man, they be questioning, like, whenever he's not here, they'll be like, yo, he all right? Everything good? Everything like, he's fine, I guess. I don't... PJ just don't fuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know, he, what's the thing? I know he cool. Because I looked on Instagram and he was like, his Instagram video was like him playing in a field or a park somewhere. So I know he's fine. Yeah. He just ain't here. He off getting his dick sucked. There you go. In the park. Because mm-hmm. it's crazy at the dark. <laughs> so I was um listening back a little bit when I was editing. Well, of course I was because I was editing. You get what I'm saying? No, shut up. <laughs> editing the last episode. And I forget how it came up exactly, but the spirit, or was it the last episode? Something I was listening to, damn it. The spirit was talking about. How she, you know, the action movies are generic. I think it was Upgrades. You were talking about the movie. Yeah. So movies are generic because, you know, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen and shit. And she was like, that's why I like the female-driven action movies. Because it's the same shit where you get the girl power popping or whatever you said. Something like that. Yeah, pretty much. And so, um, as I was thinking about that, or like, I was thinking of what movie to do. Because I didn't know what the fuck to do since PJ wasn't going to be here. We had a game plan set. I had the movie. I had notes, but no PJ. So, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to change the game up. Because that movie, I don't want to do without PJ. So I was thinking, I'm sitting there playing the game. And I'm thinking about something to make the spirit watch that won't drive her crazy. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute. I'm playing Resident Evil. There's like six Resident Evil movies. And they all have a female main character. And There's they're action movies. All right, let's see. Resident Evil. Resident Evil Apocalypse. Resident Evil Extinction. Resident Evil Afterlife. Resident Evil Retribution. Resident, Resident Evil Final Chapter 6. Hmm. And then we could also keep it pushing if we want. Because there is Resident Evil. Ooh, these ones are. Okay. Uh, Degeneration. 
Damnation and Vendetta CG movies, like Toy Story and shit, mm. Resident Evil. I got one of them. I got two of them, sorry. got the first one and the third one. Don't have the second one. I don't know why. I'm missing one. Hmm. So those will probably get covered too, because somebody did ask me. I forget who it was. Is it Alex? I think on Facebook. Just was like, yo, so are y'all going to do other ones too? I was like, yeah, probably. I'm, I'm, I don't have, I have Resident Evil movies. I have one, two, three, and four. I don't have five or six. Never seen six. Saw five at the drive-in though. Hmm. The only one I saw in the theater. Um, I, well, I got a story for Resident Evil Apocalypse, but I probably should save it for when we do Resident Evil Apocalypse. Okay. I'll just say, like, I won't get a whole story, but I'll just say, like, that was the, the, oh, the, 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 that was what got me into Resident Evil video games was that movie. Oh, fuck it, I'll just spoil a little bit of the story. I won't go into deep t- detail, but at that period, my dad is still kind of there, but at that period, my mom was kind of like, I don't know if she was like getting into like the Bible type shit. Cause she had these phases where at one point she was like trying to do church shit. And then she's like, fuck that. Cause I guess she really read into it. It was like, oh, this is a lot of bullshit. Well, I don't know. I'll let her tell y'all that one day, maybe. But I brought the movie home and it was called Resident What? Evil. So it was bad. I almost got yelled at for that shit because it's called Resident Evil. I wasn't exposed to this type of shit because I was raised so religiously yeah. that like, I had, like, those parental blockers. Like, I remember my uh, parents had bought this uh, disc where it's, like, one of those, like, uh, things to block shit on the internet for your kids and Oh, stuff. yeah, I remember And it was, like, a Jesus one. It had a picture of, like, Jesus and a rainbow and an arc on it in the front. It was one of those Christian ones. They had those little things. I can't remember what it's called right now where you could, like, program it into the TV where certain Parental program. blocks. It was a name for what I'm thinking of. I just can't think what the name of it is right now. It was, like, a certain thing it was called. I don't know, it's too long ago. I'm old and I can't remember no more. But yeah, so I, I wouldn't have, like, I wasn't even allowed to watch Harry Potter growing up, so. You know, it's funny, well, because it's, wow, you, you probably didn't see it as much because you were younger than me, but when Pokemon blew up in like 97, 98, whenever that was, because I was in like, whoo, first grade, mm-hmm. second grade, I think when that shit really blew up and there was a, like, because I was cool with it, like, at that point I didn't have none of that parental, you know, oh, it's evil shit going on. Mm-hmm. But I had a lot of friends that was telling me, like, yo, I'm not allowed to play with that shit. Because I'd be like, yo, bring some Pokemon. We, we battle because everybody got cards. It's like, I ain't got none. So, of course, you ain't had no Pokemon cards. They're like, what? The fuck you mean you ain't got Pokemon cards? And he's like, yeah, I can't play with them because they're evil. And I, was, I ain't never heard that shit. I'm like, what? They're evil because they talk about evolution, which is against the Bible. And then he was like, and then they're pocket monsters and monsters are evil, too, is what he told me back in the day. I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that was the same reason I was given that I couldn't watch Pokemon. See, that's what I'm saying. So it was, it's not a phenomenon. It was a Couldn't watch thing. Pokemon, but I was allowed to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! Well, that's just card. That's my ass card monsters too. Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Like it was so fuck. This is a, like the fucked up shit with my parents raising me, right? So like I, was, I grew up in a household that loved, loved, loved horror movies. I'm talking about like Michael Myers, zombie oh, yeah. movies, Dawn of the Dead, like all all that shit. Every horror movie, like yeah, we watched it all the time. Mm-hmm. But couldn't watch Barney because you know <laughs> the he, purple dinosaur. He told kids, you know, don't tell your parents. And then uh. Teletubbies couldn't watch that because they found out it was men under the costumes and some of the Teletubbies. Ooh. Carry purses, and then uh, yeah, then I couldn't watch uh, Pokemon because it was evil. They talked about evolution. Were you allowed to watch the Wiggles? Actually, that was more of Michi. I was a little older then, but Michi wasn't allowed to. Yeah, Yeah, she was allowed to watch it though. Really, I'm surprised. And then I know people that weren't allowed to watch that. I heard. Why not? So like, oh, those guys are gay or some shit like that. 
Like legit, that's what I heard. Like they're like, yo, my parents wanted me to watch these gay guys on TV. I they were different colors of the rainbow. Some I don't even know if they were really gay, and that's probably just parents saying that shit. It was probably just parents, honestly. Probably. Back in the I swear, like that's the one thing that I hate so much about the black community is that they're so Oh my god, that's gay. Oh my god, it's gay. And it's literally like the is only that thing that is gay. Your, uh, gay panic, yeah. Man, the only thing that's gay, like you would think that the TV would be nonstop showing nothing but men kissing each other by how many times black parents would be like, Oh, it's gay. Like, oh my god. Like, if a guy had his hair cornrowed and his cornrows were too long, they're like, that's gay. I just remember the story. What? I bet nobody else has a story like this. Because mm-hmm. when I heard it, I didn't believe it. I thought he was fucking with me, but it was legit. I knew a dude that wasn't allowed to watch Blue's Clues. Because of what? Just wild guess. One guess why, why the fuck a parent would be like, you can't watch Blue's Clues. Because they found out that Blue was a girl? That plays into it. Go a little bit deeper. And, and they thought come. that Blue... Come on. Come on. blue and magenta. No, and not even the magenta. Just think the wildest, dumbest shit you could think about that. Because blue is for boys and blue was a girl. No, because it promoted bestiality, homie. Because they thought Steve was fucking that dog. What the fuck? I'm not joking. That was a real fucking story in school. What the absolute fuck? That was the same dude. That was the same friend. I've told this story. I know you've heard it before, but I, t- I don't know. When, it might have been a while ago y'all heard this story. So I'm going to repeat it because it's the same person that told me this. But the same person that wasn't allowed to watch Blue's Clues because it supposedly promoted bestiality was the same person that told me he grew up being scared of Santa Claus because his parents told him that it was just some fat white dude that broke in the house and would, like, steal your toys if you were bad or some shit like that. What the fuck is wrong with his parents? Oh, I never parents? told you that? Oh, that's a, that shit, man. We clown him forever What the about fuck that. is wrong with his parents? I don't know. That's just, I forgot that's from the same fucking kid. Those parents, I swear, should have had, like, child protective services. Well, how the fuck did you think Blue's Clues was promoting bestiality for I crying I guess because out? he might have told Blue, I love you at some point or something. And then the, I, don't, I don't fucking know. That's weird. We, even he, he laughed He told the salt shit. and pepper that he loved him, too. Was he fucking that? But that's not bestiality, though. That's just saltyality. I don't oh know how these weird God. ass people. I think. heard complaints from people because uh, for a long time, <laughs> everyone thought that Blue was a boy because it was Blue. I do. We did. And you had up. the dog Magenta. You know, so they thought that Blue was a boy, Magenta is a girl, but they're both girls. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, it's gay. Because, you know. See, I Magenta, that I never heard. Because Magenta, they used to have sleepovers and stuff. And sometimes mm-hmm. uh, Magenta would sleep over. They're like, it's gay. I'm like, no, you guys are just being really homophobic. And like, that episode, Magenta's head is between Blue's legs. And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Blue's Clues. So that was I my can't shit. Front, cause when it came out, that was mainly my brother's shit. Because y'all like, would have been the same age around the time it came out. Like, so I would watch it with him. And I didn't hate it. Like, it was one of those things where it's like, we had to share the TV, and he wanted to watch TV, I wouldn't be mad at that. Whereas some of the other shit, I'm like, man, fuck this. Oh Break the Game Boy out or something. Like, Blue Skadoo, we can too. Yeah, hey, I, mean, I remember that shit. Fucks with you, I remember, daddy. I'm, <laughs> I know, we did earlier. Hey! But now I remember <laughs> uh, my brother, man, I remember one Christmas, he got the motherfucking handy dandy notebook. I had one too. And that motherfucker was like the hypest. Like, how, like, y'all have heard me get hype about showing this podcast. That's how he was hyped. That's how I felt too. I got mine from a Walgreens. Mm-hmm. It was the one over, um, off of, uh, um, James. Oh, yeah, so, but yeah, yeah, when we used to always be at, yeah. That's where we, I used to go to a lot, too, because I lived off of Lewis. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so we went in there one day, and I was like, oh, Mom, they have a handy-dandy notebook. And her man's was with her. And she was, she was about to, like, you know, brush me off, like, you got enough shit at home. And he was like, well, how much is it? It's just a little notepad. Get it for her. She always watching Blue's Clues anyways. And then I was sad because then I filled up my handy-dandy notebook. Yeah, I was about to say, having the camera, too. He started going all high, like, yeah, yeah, drawing shit. Like, hey, what's this? He would harass the shit out of me. Like, what's it? What's it? Like, I'm like his fucking door or something. Like, what's this? Hey, all this shit. And then he ran out of pages. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. But then he got smart. He flipped it over and then we started drawing on the back. And I was like, fuck. 
That was like a whole other week of dealing with that shit. But then when I was full, I was happy. Yeah, I loved it because I would create, because I had a blues doll too. So like I would he create too, yeah. different, like, and I had one where you press the paw and it says shit. He had that probably that same thing then. And so like I would I like that. create my own like mysteries and stuff. Like where did the, I don't know, sandwich go? Where the cookies go? <laughs> like shit. Just get one now and be like, where did I put that lube? Hit blue school. Like, oh, right there. Thank you, blue. I was probably annoying the shit out of mom, too. Like, mom, <laughs> where's this clue? Mm-hmm. That's what Cameron was doing. That's what I was saying with that damn notebook. Like, fuck, man. I don't know. Be trying to skidoo into shit. And it didn't work. Just fucking jump into a fucking wall and get knocked out and shit. I did that. I'm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> He would hate. To, he would hate that I'm about to tell y'all this, but I don't care. He, I was actually just on the phone with him. I wish he was still here, but he in the shower, so I can't even call him. But uh, he dressed up as blue one year for fucking Halloween, and it was the funniest shit. Mm-hmm. I wish there was picture evidence of this shit because I would love it because he was dressed up like blue. I was dressed up like Darth Maul from Star Wars Episode One, and so we probably looked like two of the goofiest motherfuckers in the world. <laughs> oh, it was one year too. He dressed up like Sonic the Hedgehog. That shit was funny. Oh too. my god! That costume, I don't know where they bought that shit from. Like they bought off the crackhead on the corner or something. That shit was fucked up. He looked like Sonic. <laughs> it the looked Hedgehog, like it looked like Sonic before they fixed the CG. <laughs> yes, my brother was the original pre CG fix uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, that's hilarious. Speaking of video games, though, hey, see how we gonna talk? Well, like I said, we watching Resident Evil because I'm a fucking huge fan of these video games i she'll tell you because like right now as we speak i'm on my let me see one two three four probably like seven or eighth playthrough resident evil four mm-hmm. i have it on the ps2 i have it on the ps4 and i'll have it on the nintendo switch i beat it on the switch and then i was like hey i need to unlock the infinite ammo rocket launcher so now i'm playing through it again and it looks like i'm not gonna make enough money to get it on this round so i guess what that means i'm gonna have to go through it again until i unlock that shit and then i gotta play through it again because now i gotta beat it with the fucking rocket launcher so Resident Evil 4 going to get the shit played out of it. And I'm trying to finish Resident, uh, Final Fantasy 7 on the PS4 right now so that I can go play Resident Evil 5 on the PS4 right now. So Resident Evil games are my shit. See, me and Brent are different when it comes to video games because he'll beat it and like re-beat it and re-beat it. Mm-hmm. And then I beat it and I'm like, no, I'm done. Like when I play God of War, the new one, I have not gone back to fight those Valkyries. Fake but only because <laughs> part of that is also because those Valkyries were really oh, hard yeah, and intimidated yeah. the fuck out of me. That. And I was dying so much where I was like, I'm not even going to attempt because I'm going to lose my mind. There's no mm-hmm. way I'm going to win. <laughs> I was just like, not even going to put myself fuck through it. that. Like, nah, I feel you. It's time too. I'm like, just like, I'm not in the mood today. I barely beat the ones in the game that you had to beat for the mm. game. Like, so I was just like, uh-uh. As I said in the video game community, get good, son. I'm not as good as a gamer as you. I like know that's what just that's what assholes always say. Like when I'm fighting game terms, they're like, "Yo, get good, get good, you fucking noob." Mm-hmm. There you go. That sounds more like it. But no, I fucking love Resident Evil. The movies, not as much. I honestly, other than the second one that I told you about, the one that I watched first that got me into the series as a whole. That's probably why I fucked with that one so much because I hadn't played the games yet. And then I played the games, and I'm like, wait a minute, these movies ain't got really shit to do with them. So fuck these movies. And for a long time, I didn't fuck with them. But then I think it was Resident Evil after. It was Resident Evil Afterlife. Um, it came out a little bit after, I think, Resident Evil 5. And I had played Resident Evil 5. And they actually, they brought in like the Plagas from the games. They had the Wesker. They had Chris and Claire and Jill popped up at the end. So I was like, oh, now they're bringing video game characters in. Now I'll fuck with it. And then I saw the movie after that at the drive-in. And it was, I just remember being like, eh. Mm. To the point I didn't watch the last one. Oh, damn. So now that I have this podcast, I have a reason to fucking watch the rest of them. It's like I said, I own them all except the last two. 
So now I have reason to ask more movies I get to buy now. Because mm. I have to say... You bought enough collection. movies. You get that stack down first. Look, it's getting down now. You got two movies out of 18. That's Stop. right. Was technically, that box right there, that Zatoichi, has 25 movies in it. Okay, so you got two out the of The Lone like Wolf 50. and Cub has like seven of them. The Prophecy Collection has four. <laughs> That's 35. The Cinematic right? Titanic is like, what, 12 or 13 episodes in there? Mm-hmm. My Universal box set up there with the Classic Monsters is like 50 fucking movies. <laughs> yeah. Guess what I like to do? I like to watch fucking movies, homie. I feel like you could watch a movie a day and still not get through all of them. Yeah. That happens, as they see, because I post these quick reviews. Let's see. I put, like, there there was literally, I was looking at it yesterday. There's a point where, like, two that day, two that day, two that day, two that day. And then, like she said, the stack is still high because I get more and mm-hmm. more. Some of there, the stack would be high, but some of them I'm saving for the podcast. So, there's technically a few. That stack could be overflowing right now. He's got bags behind the couch filled with movies. Oh, they've seen them before on the YouTube videos. I got it down from three bags to two now. So, progress. But now those two are full again now, though. They're a hoarder. That's right, of movies, because that's what I like. I see. But Resident Evil. Which one are we doing, though? We haven't told them. I'm, well, we're doing Resident Evil. I know. You gotta start from the beginning. I know. You yeah. gotta let them know. Yeah, they know. Okay. I didn't say subtitles, just Resident Evil, baby. All right. Sudden? All right. From what year, though? Long time ago. You gotta see far, far away. <laughs> no. You don't know what year? You want me to take a wild guess? Just think about the movie. 2002. Damn, yeah, it came out in 2002. Oh, damn. That was a guess. <laughs> I say, just think of the, the music and the fucking movie. Because I knew it was early 2000s. I was like, this gotta be after 9 11. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why, but I was like, God, yeah, yeah, whatever with that. You was right. You was right. Hey. Spiritual guessed it. You was right. There you go. See, I couldn't say the other word. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't one. I could have it and see, would that joke have been worth it? One Probably time, not. One time my egg donor <laughs> called me a bitch and I told her it takes one to make one and she got mad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what, the, what the fuck is the comeback to that? Right. <laughs> well, you mad? Mm. No, you done now. This movie's an hour and 40 minutes, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, you get to do this on your own now. I know. How much do you think this cost to make? Just looking at it. 2002 money. Um, I don't know, because they had to do a lot of costuming. For you need two shots. You need two shots. A mil. One million? No. Way higher than that. It's more than a million dollars. I'll give you a hint. 100 is too, way too high, but one is way too low. 30 mil. 33 okay. million dollars to make this movie. But how much did it make? There well, are six, six of them. them yeah. so, um, I'm going to go 120. Uh, Nope. Just uh, lower. Almost shy. Little lower or big lower? You said 120. It's a big lower there. Oh. 90. 103. Me and dollars. So it cost 33 and made 103 worldwide. So that's why it got a sequel. I think two, yeah, two years later. Mm-hmm. Critics. Rotten Tomatoes. No. Let's do the IMDb. I see I wrote them in the wrong order. IMDb score out of 10%. Or out of 10%. 10, 10% fuck. 10 out of 10. I'm fucking up. Fucking it's uh, something point seven. So if you get the actual number or the higher number, I'll give it to you either way. You got two shots. Seven. 6.7 7 out of 10. And that's from 240,609 votes. Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics gave this out of 100%? Critic 63. Lower. 42. 36%. That's rotten. Mm. It says, like other video game adaptations, Resident Evil is loud, violent, formulaic, and cheesy. Mm. What do you think the audience gave it, though? 36. Higher. 72. 67%. Damn it. <laughs> Almost PJ, ain't it? So that's fresh. So the audience liked it. The critics said, fuck this movie. 
and it's directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who directed a movie that we've actually done on the podcast. Mm-hmm. He directed the Mortal Kombat movie that I love. Mm. I still give a 10 plus. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> you can all fuck off. You will not be swayed. Mm. Exactly. I'm trying to see what other movies he's done. All right, well, here you go. He did Resident Evil Final Chapter, Resident Evil Retribution, Resident Evil Afterlife, The Three Musketeers. Oh, he's doing the Monster Hunter movie that's coming out. I didn't know that. Event Horizon. There it is. 1997, after Mortal Kombat. Isn't that like a name of a game? Event Horizon? Horizon? I think there is a game called Event Horizon, but it's like an indie game. Okay. This movie is starring Mia Jovovich, Michelle Rodriguez, Eric Mabius, James Purefoy, Martin Cruz, and Colin Salmon. Mm -hmm. You remember how the movie started? Yeah. There's a guy, and he's like in a business building. And he's walking to get on. Ah, there's something before that. You have to introduce. There's a, um, there's a voiceover talking about what the fuck the Umbrella Corporation is. Because uh-huh. if you don't know what the Umbrella is from playing the video games, you'd be very fucking confused if you didn't get this voiceover probably. Yeah. So Umbrella Corporation is like this uh, corporation that creates like medical stuff. A pharmaceutical and, and web- company. Yeah. And like the... Cosmetics and shit. The military like buys stuff from them and like... But they're, like, yeah. all over. Like, everyone has products in their house from them. Like, they're, like, the best product in the world. In the, in the uh, video games, I'm, I'm pretty sure Umbrella was just strictly a pharmaceutical company. But in this movie, they make it so they do pharmaceuticals. And then they do, like, uh, like care, like, makeup and shit. Like, care products and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then on the side, they do, like, make biomilitary weapons and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So they're shady. And it's stationed in Raccoon City. And everything has this fucking umbrella branding on it. It's like that in the video game, too, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, the Raccoon City Hospital has a big-ass umbrella logo on it at the end of the movie and everything. Mm-hmm. So, umbrella's not good people. No. And so then, it fast forward to the guy in the uh, the office building. And he's going to get on the elevator. And some guy bumps into him, makes him spill his coffee all over him. Thank you! And, right, and then he gets on the elevator. And oh, before it shows the dude get bumped, though, they show um, that you, it doesn't it doesn't show you who the person is, but the person is going into a laboratory and taking a vial, or what you find out later is the T virus. And he throws it, and he, yeah, he takes one of the vials and throws it, and it, st- it starts a containment breach, and it's heading toward the vents, but the alarms ain't going off yet, and mm-hmm. then that's when he bumps into your boy leaving that room. Yep, and so then the guy gets on the elevator. And alarms start going off. Shit goes crazy, son. The whole building's about to go into lockdown. Mm-hmm. Then, this is where it goes to girl in the... Well, it's a bunch of shit happening before it shows the oh. girl in the elevator. Because they show, like, the doors are locking. Motherfuckers are getting trapped in rooms. The fucking the sprinklers are going off. off. About to flood people inside their laboratories. People are getting stuck in elevators that are, like, just crashing out of the sky. Yeah, there's one group of people in the elevator that she's talking about. And they're, they're like, wait, they're, they're not moving. And all of a sudden, they're like, wait a minute, what's that? And then the elevator next to them just goes fucking smashing down into the ground and shit. And then they try to, like, get off the elevator. And so they are able to, like... They're kind of stuck between a Two floor. floors, yeah. Yeah, and so they're trying to, like, jam the door open to try to get out onto the floor and get off the elevator. But the door only opens so much. And one of the girls, she's like, I can wiggle through that. And she tries to, wiggle, but she gets wiggle, stuck. Wiggle. And then the... And she's, like, out when she, the... She has, her, she has one arm, like, a shoulder, and her head out of there. Yeah, and she's, like, her head, where she's exiting the elevator at, is at the top of the elevator, so that's where it stopped at. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you hear one of the, lake, the locks uh, break, and it drops, but it stops right before she hits her... Oh, you gotta say, too, every time it shows shit fucking up, it cuts to, like, a camera with a red light on there, like somebody's watching them and it's controlling this shit, but you don't know who or what. Mm-hmm. And 
And so it stops before she like smashes into the ground. And she's like, okay, guys, pull me back in. Pull me back pull in. Pull me the fuck in. Before they can pull her back in, though, the elevator goes back up and it breaks her neck. Boom. Headshot. Then. Older than that means. It cuts <laughs> to a woman lying on the ground in a shower with the water running. Bucket naked. Yep. And she looks fucked up. She's got a scar going across her like clavicle. And Ooh, I see with the words. <laughs> the body part. Yeah, I know. And uh, I wouldn't have said clavicle, I'd have said her chest. <laughs> see? Smart words. And and smart then... people. <laughs> like you listening to the show. <laughs> and then she's got like a bruise on her shoulder, so it looks like something's happened to her. Like, you know, this is weird. Look like she done got her ass beat. Yeah. So she gets up and she's kinda like wandering around a bit. Um, and she finds a dress on the bed. Red dress. Red dress. Really sexy. High low cut. I remember there being a comment about them boots though. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about them boots. She so she got this gorgeous dress on and she's wearing these like black pleather boots that are like go up halfway up her calf. So they're not even like the sexy thigh high boots. It looks like kinda like army brat boots, sorta. But without la- being laced up, they zip up the sides. And it just looks horrible. Like, it's like, what the fuck are you wearing? There's a reason for them later. I'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> and um, she's gone through the... She finds a, a note that says... What does the note say? Ooh, today... All your dreams are come true. There you go, yep. And um, there's no real context for that. Because she doesn't... She's kind of disorientated. So she, she has amnesia. The, yeah. That plot point happened. She's trying to open up, going through the different drawers and the dresser in the room, and she finds one that is loaded with Chopper guns. City. Yep. Bet you need a code to get into that it. She don't lot. know the code. So she can see that the guns, but she can't open it up to get to them. Mm-hmm. She leaves out the room and gets tackled She's damn near. Tackled by some SWAT looking motherfuckers, some commandos busting there, and they're asking her questions like, oh no, because old boys in her face. He's like, report. And she's like, what? He's like, well, the guy, report. The guy before that, some guy comes. What guy was it? The one that they ended up in the handcuffs? Oh, the cut. Yeah, there's a guy that's hit from the Raccoon City Police Department. Yeah, they grab his ass too. Mm-hmm. They tell her to report. She's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So they take her and they go deep inside the mansion. And before we go further, I got to stop because I have to address this shit right here because one of the things that kind of threw me off when I first saw this movie, because I saw this one after playing the fucking first video game. Mm-hmm. And you would think with this being Car Resident Evil, it's a movie of the first game. But no, it's not. As I was telling the spirit as we watched this, they basically just take and pick different things from the video games and they just throw them into this movie. Just like after this movie, they took shit from the movies and threw them into some of the video games too. Because in the first video game, you're running around a mansion and that's where you run into the zombies and the monsters and the spiders and the fucking snakes and all this shit. You in the mansion probably for like five minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. So it's not that. They're actually going to the underground lab, which is usually the third act of the video games. You usually... How the video game structure usually goes is like, well, the first game is a mansion, outside, or guardhouse and shit, caves, lab. This one's like, mansion, lab. Mm-hmm. That's it. Outside later. <laughs> yeah. So it's not really following the plot. Because that's the thing, as I'm watching it now, because before when I watched this movie, I was, I was probably the mindset of a lot of people watching it back in the day. It's like, yo, fuck this, man. Ain't got nothing to do with the games. This ain't Resident Evil. Fuck this movie. But now that I'm like a little older and I don't care as much about shit like that no more, because now I know what it is. There's 60s movies. I know what the fuck it's going to be. And I got the CG movies if I want to see the fucking video game shit. So now I'm watching just this action movie with Resident Evil plot points 
And it's like, yeah, while it can be like annoying a little bit, because it's like, that's not how that's supposed to be. Like the dress that she's mentioning, there's a character in Resident Evil that always wears a red dress in every fucking video game. Even though she's getting chased by zombies and shit, she always wears a red dress. And when I was playing Resident Evil 4, she even commented on it. She's just like, yo, why she wearing this sexy ass dress running around fighting zombies? I don't fucking know. She want to look cute while she kills zombies. But she's also, I think she's wearing high heels though, too. She's not wearing boots. So I guess that's one thing they do change. I guess it's smarter for her to wear boots instead of heels. So the guy can't say nothing on that one, but I'm not wearing a dress while I'm killing zombies. I'm just saying that I'm putting me in some damn camo fatigue, something. Well, I guess that's why they. Uh, well, we'll see in the next movie. I won't spoil the next movie for you. But just know, Resident Evil fans, I'll point things out as we go along. But just know, this ain't the video game. But I, I had a feeling watching it this time, something clicked in my mind, and I was like, I wonder if that's what he's doing. And then I watched the behind the scenes documentary after the movie, and I found out that's exactly what he was doing because he admitted it. So like, ah. Now I see what happened with this movie. Because there's a line near the end of the movie where I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Is this supposed to be that? And yes. Yes, it was. But I'll get to it at the end of the movie. Hmm. You know what happened next? After they take him down to the hive. They were in the train. Yeah, I about to say there's a train ride first. I had to see. Now that's some Resident Evil ass shit. Almost every Resident Evil game has a fucking train at some point. Choo-choo. Exactly. And so they're in the train and they're talking. You meet, there's like a whole squad of, of people. And they're talking, they're saying, like, well, apparently the chemical hasn't oh, worn God. off, but she's got side effects. And one of the side effects of the whatever happened to her is amnesia. amnesia. And so, like, oh, she hasn't come out of it yet. You're just kind of getting a little a little bit of intro into, like, the group and kind of what's going on. Then you go down to the bot, or then they're talking about the hive. They tell you about the hive, and it's literally... Before you get to that, you skipped one thing. What happened? Um, there's a guy that's actually like stowed away inside the motherfucking train that also has amnesia. And before she got like captured by the commando, she was like looking around and shit because she got like a wedding ring on and she like, shit, I'm married. I don't remember that shit. And then she saw a picture that had her and this guy that they found on the train. So she's probably thinking in mind like, oh, that must be my husband then. Mm-hmm. Something about a jacket. There's some type of jacket memory. I wrote my nose jacket memory. So I think she had like a little flash because she has different little memory flashes throughout the movie. There was a jacket flash somewhere in there. Yeah, certain things will trigger her memories. Like she'll touch something and get a flashback and stuff like that. That's the fucking name of the group. Thank you. Um, I'm not to cut you off. I was wondering, and it's not in the plot, and they don't say it in the movie, but Resident Evil 3 basically has the plot where there's a bunch of like dudes that come in to clean up the Umbrella mess. And they're called the Umbrella Biohazard Countermeasure Service UBCS. That's what I was wondering if these guys were, but they don't blatantly say that shit. Because I think they're supposed to be working for Umbrella. So I'm t- I take it that's who they are. Because I know they're in the next movie, but they don't say that these guys are. I'm sorry, it's just nerd shit for me. Mm. But it does. There's no, it just in this plot synopsis right there, it just says the commando. So I guess they're not. Mm. Um, yeah, so then they tell them about what the hive is. And the hive is pretty much this underground laboratory building. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like literally shaped like a hive. Um, yeah. And there's different levels, and I think it goes like what half a mile underground. It goes far. I don't remember the exact number. Uh, they have to pretty much go throughout it and see if there are any survivors, and they also have to um, pretty much do like a circuit break or like restart the system because like the whole building. Oh, is... they're trying to get in there and shut down the system. Yeah, they gotta shut down the system because there's like the whole com- uh, building is like computer operated with like a. Uh, electronic defense system and stuff. Yes. Um, that's like all computerized and shit. So they got to go in and shut that shit down because it, it, they think that the building went haywire and just killed all these people. Mm-hmm. They don't know what actually happened, why the building did this. So, yeah, they start on their journey, journey, and uh, what happened? 
I think they're fucking around with computer shit. And there's something called the Red Queen that's modeled after the motherfucking, I guess, guy that created the shit. I don't know if it's supposed to be Spencer or not. It's his daughter. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I'm looking on some nerd shit. Because like I said, there's little little hints of shit here and there in this movie from the video games. I don't remember if that was one or not. But yeah, basically, Red Queen controls the motherfucking hive. And she's the one that actually set off all the shit that killed all them damn people in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think do they does she explain I don't think she explains why she did it yet. Right now that motherfucker's just evil and we need to stop that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So they kind of break off into two different groups. They uh Oh. I'm my bad. I was looking at my notes, I'm trying to remember where the fuck we were. Um so they 'cause they my bad. They do explain the Red Queen killing everybody. I read this all in my notes. So I guess I'll tell y'all here. The Red Queen fucking kills and f- fucked everybody up because of the containment. And as far as the Red Queen is concerned, I don't give a fuck if there's a cure or anything. If you get the virus, you fucking die. Mm-hmm. So that's why everybody got murdered and turned into Zambambis and shit. Which doesn't really make sense be yeah. understanding how the virus is. Well, you made a comment that I hadn't thought of, but I can't really explain because the spirit was like, yo, if the fucking thing has protocols or security measures to like stop or contain the virus why is there not like some antivirus inside the system that blow out and you know save everybody only thing i can say to that is that there's a scene later where they try and go to the antivirus room and all that shit's gone so only thing i can think is he took all that shit but even before then i don't know man because that wouldn't have been set up in the air duct system as a fail safe mechanism Mm -hmm. like that would have been set up in her server room that's what I'm saying like I don't know if he went and took that shit I don't fucking know no he didn't because the room with all the cures and they showed him like pulling them out (gasps) oh man I know it's a (laughs) dumb action movie though you can't expect too much from it but yeah so um, (laughs) this is where um, the group decides to split up into two and so some stay in that room and then the other, because they don't know exactly what's in the cases, but they're contained, so they're not worried about it. We were looking in there, you don't see them, but like a weird looking brain looking thing or something. Right. Um, and then one group goes down to their server room to pretty much uh, shut down the system. Yeah. Um. So you got your hacker guy, you got your girl in the red dress, you got your guy who is... Uh, other amnesia guy. Amnesia guy. Th- well, you got him. And then you got... The cop. The black guy. Oh, the black guy and his little squad of people, yeah. Yeah. So Squad leader. They go down to um, the server room. Hacker dude's trying to hack into the system because there's like a hallway leading into the server room. Well, at this point, he's saying it should be shut down or something because the lights come on while dude's in there and he looks back like, yo, what's good? And he's like, yo, what's automatic? You good, son? Mm-hmm. And then you realize it's not automatic. She is still, she's not shut off. She's still very much alive. Yeah, once the rest and of his she... crew go in there, it shuts the door behind them. Right. So you got three people in there, the door shuts behind them, and all of a sudden, the Red Queen comes back on, and she's like, pretty much like, yo, I'm about to kill these motherfuckers. So she starts, like, this uh, light beam comes across. Laser, yeah, laser beam comes across the room. And uh, it cuts off one head of of one of his people, and half the hand of his other person. Yeah, because, like, like diagonal, like, connect four of that motherfucker's fingers and shit. And then it realizes that two of three people are still alive. And so it's like, okay, this time we're sending two laser beams, a high one and a oh, low one. Oh, no, no. It sent, it sent one, but it, it like moved up. Because I remember we, we were watching, it was the beam, because they were like, oh, it's coming back. And you was like, why don't you motherfuckers just jump it, right? After you said that dude jumped and it like jumped up with him and cut him across the, the midsection. Yeah. And the, um, <laughs> the black guy, he grabbed onto like pipes or something. Yeah, he and grabbed like, on pipes and like stretched himself out so it didn't hit him. And so then it gets super smart and it creates pretty much a, a grid. Yeah, a grid of beams coming across. A lattice, laser lattice. And beams. so she's like, yo, 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 hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, open it up, open it up, open up. And the guy gets, the tech guy gets to open up too late. Yeah, the laser rises, the lasers go through the black dude. Yeah, so he he's he's 
You get the it's shot. Now. That was, you get like, probably, like I guess this whole scene is probably like the most like everybody's always talk about this scene. For this, probably the most popular part, and they show because after the doors open, you get like a shot from like right up on dude's face because you can see Alice looking in, and your body just like drops into chunks. Mm-hmm. One problem I had, I didn't think about the antivirus thing, but my problem was when they go back into that room to like get to the next room, there are no chunks on the ground. All those dead bodies are like the guys in half and girls' head is cut off, but there ain't no chunks. Yeah. It should be a pile of that motherfucker chunks Continuity down there. issues. <laughs> um, it's already, they could have did it. So they get, they uh, make their way into uh, the server room. Because Girlie goes back and is like, fuck this, we're going to go in there. She brings the the thing that's going to shut down the oh, server. Oh yeah, because old boy, that's right, the tech dude is being big pussy and shit. Mm-hmm. And they end up, Red Queen pops up. You're all going to die down here. Yep. She got like an English <laughs> accent for yeah, some reason. because I think the dude in the next movie is an English guy. Uh, um, and it's a little girl. Like when they said Red Queen, I was expecting like a grown ass woman. It's a little girl. Mm-hmm. She giving them a warning too. She's telling them like, "Yo, if you shut me down, like all this shit gonna open up down here." Mm-hmm. They're like, "Well, that's what we want." <laughs> nah, no, it's not. Because they're they're not being smart right now. Nope. But they go ahead and shut her down anyways, and everything opens the fuck up. Hell yeah! Because Michelle Rodriguez and I think the dude's name was JD. Was out there and a the woman, they see a woman stumbling around. They like, yo, it's a survivor. And Michelle Rodriguez goes up and tries to help her. And that motherfucker's like, hey, I'm a zombie. Bite your motherfucking finger off. Well, like that little space in between your index and your whatever that fucking and thumb, whatever that shit's called, right? There were all that meat is there, right there. Mm-hmm. Bites a chunk out that shit. And I think the dude, JD, steps up with the little handgun. He's like, yo, step back. Step back. Don't come any closer. And he's like shooting motherfucker and it don't do shit. So Michelle Rodriguez had to break out the super chops and like shot that motherfucker, flew across the room. And I think there's always a little tough, the tough line. What was it? It's like, that motherfucker was standing right there. He's like, bitch ain't standing now. I was like, ah. Was she still standing? Bitch isn't standing now. Sure, Rodriguez, I think it's all the tough guy lines in the movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Because most other people are big pussy, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, while they're doing this shit. Well, of course, everybody come out there and they're like, yo, what happens? Like, yo, the team is dead as fuck. And Michelle Rodriguez is mad, but then they got to get the fuck out of there because zombies are loose. Mm-hmm. And now the fucking liquors are loose. Mm-hmm. To explain liquors, because I'm saying liquors and people don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, right? They they're walk around there. They're human. Yeah. They're mutated humans who are designed to hunt now initially they're they're deaf or not deaf but they're blind so they have to hunt you based off of sound and their only aim is to feed so they're looking for something to eat and that is human and when they eat humans they mutate they have like a super long tongue that's not in the video games that's for the movie yeah but they have like a super (laughs) long tongue that like grabs onto people Mm, and they've got these claws and like it looks kind of like a think of it like a super sized human who kind of walks on all fours, all fours yeah. has bu- huge claws and has no skin exposed you just see, brain you just see muscles and nervous systems and shit and that's what a liquor is yeah, in the movie i don't know if this is how they did it in the game but in the movie they explain they created them by giving the t-virus to somebody that's still alive i don't know if that's the same in the video games or not, i don't remember that, that makes no sense because when no. michelle rodriguez Gets bit. She's a live person. Which they got bit, but she didn't get in- injected with the shit. I think. I think it's just like direct injection with the T virus made them turn to liquors. I think. Because oh. if that's the case, then all these motherfuckers would be liquors, and that would be a fucked up time for everybody. Because fuck those things. I hate those in the video game. <laughs> but zombies are swarming. A flashback is triggered somehow, and you get like a little shot of um Alice talking to some girl. It's actually a chick that was in the beginning that worked at Umbrella and she's telling her like, yo, I can get the codes. I got the access and shit. I got the moves. You know, I can get you all that shit. And But then it cuts away. 
So you realize your girl is involved in this in more ways than she know. Mm-hmm. Intrigue, homie. But they're at the motherfucking door trying to get away from the zombies and your man's just trying to input the code and he all shaking fucking the wrong code in there. And so your boy JD grabs him and like, man, fuck out my way, little bitch. Because at first they're like, uh, the group comes back and they're like, well, we're not going anywhere until the other people, the rest of the group comes back. And, and they're, they're like, like, they ain't coming back. Yeah. So like, what? Like, that nigga dead. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go scoop him up and like put him in a lunch bag or something. Mm-hmm. Nigga, they're looking like beef stew and shit. But now they trying to get the door open. Your man finally gets it open. He's like, see, that wasn't so hard. And then door opens and that motherfucker gets yanked into the elevator. I was telling the spirit, it reminded me of Dawn of the Dead, the original one, not the remake, where they open up the elevator and the zombies like bum rush into it. Whereas this time they take you into the elevator. It's like they flipped it. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing there, buddy. But JD dead as fuck. He in there getting chomped up and everything. He's fucked. Oh, they get into a little argument because Michelle Rodriguez is like yelling at the hacker dude. She's like, you did this. You let them all out. And it's like, motherfucker, who the fuck knew was zombies running around? Anybody know that shit? We had to get out that room, motherfucker. There was a bunch of, well, they showed earlier, there's a bunch of dogs in cages because the dogs knew immediately that the shit was fucked up because the moment the virus started coming through the fence, they started barking all hard. So they probably got infected early in the game and they were in cages, so they're fucked. But now you see those cages are all busted the fuck open, mm-hmm. which again is video game shit because there's a whole scene in the Resident Evil 2 remake, you know, that came out way after this, but they did in the old games too where you see the cages all busted open and shit. And usually you hear like the little like, like, that sounds like a horse. But it's how you hear little footsteps and shit. So that's when you get ready to pull that goddamn shotgun out. At least I do. Because I'm not fucking with y'all. I'm blasting that ass, son. Mm-hmm. I but, wonder if white people... Well, yeah. I wonder if white people still get upset about them shooting the dogs in this movie. Even if they're zombie dogs? Yeah. That zombie dog just was misunderstood. It's just hungry, baby. <laughs> well, you feed it then, damn it. Yeah, yeah you go put your hand in his mouth and let it bite your ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then uh, Alice gets another flashback. Again, I don't know how exactly. I just wrote these notes and she had flashback. And you find out that she's like some kind of security operative. Mm-hmm. Undercover or some type of shit. Or she's doing some sneak shit. She's doing that. What's that dude named that? Snowden. Leaking shit from the inside. Mm-hmm. Some shit like that. Double crossing. But then she fucking walks into a room. And there's one of them zombie dogs looking right at her motherfucking face. And so, you like anybody, you run the fuck out of there. She runs into the next room. But then this big black man zombie in there. She got to fight him off. And then after she done fighting him off, bow, a zombie dog bursts through the motherfucking window. So then she tricks it. Ali oops that bitch up or whatever fuck. Ring around the rose and that motherfucker go out the window. You think everything is safe. Turn around. It's like six of them motherfuckers standing there. Mm-hmm. So now you got a motherfucking gun in her hand. She took a gun from the black dude. Shoots a bunch of them. And I think there's like one or two left. No, I think it's that one from the other room. She killed all of them except that one. And when it came back, she did like a motherfucking Mortal Kombat like jump kick. And kicked the shit out that motherfucking dog. And I think it killed it. <laughs> Fuck you, Poochie. <laughs> like, I'm never like an... Uh, <laughs> notice dogs get shot and kicked. I'm not... <laughs> That's a good movie right there. I'm not like a... I don't, you know, agree with an, an animal abuse and things like that. Definitely don't abuse your animals. But, <laughs> in the chance that there are like a rabid dog chasing your ass and shit like that, beat the fuck out of it. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's been uh, like... I don't know if this is just a hood thing or what, but, like, uh, there's been many occasions where I've seen, like, kids getting chased by, like, huge dogs. Oh, yeah, that happened like, to us a lot. And stuff like that. Like, one time, my uh, egg donor was taking me to school, and on the way to school, we saw this girl was getting chased by this dog, and she was, like, jumped up on top of this car to try to get mm-hmm. away from it, and the dog was trying to jump up on the car. It was not quite there. It was struggling to get on the car, but we felt yeah. like it was eventually going to get up there. My egg donor pulled over, and some other dude pulled over, and they had a bat and chain was... 
beating that dog to get it away from the girl and it eventually ran the fuck off. I don't know where it went, but yeah. It went away. So in those cases, yes, beat the dog, but do not beat your dog. Yeah, man. Then go beat the owner too if you can. Yeah. You get to do it without getting put in jail. Right. Because that'd be that bullshit, especially let's say these happen. I'm, I remember one time, because when I went to elementary school, the school I went to was literally like right across from my grandma's backyard. You can't get no fucking closer. Close to the point where one time, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking about. I was hiding on the side of the house because I didn't want to go to school. But I'm not hiding behind nothing. I'm just hiding on the side of the house, mm-hmm. hoping that the little uh, garage out there blocked me. And I remember there being a teacher, kind of, he kind of looked, and he looked again. He was like, Brent! He was like, get over here! <laughs> like, damn it! <laughs> but now, one time I was coming home from school, and my Uncle Will, my Uncle Will always has fucking pit bulls or shit, like all them big-ass dogs. And I guess he had brought it by my grandma's house. And I think he hadn't said nothing. He just was like, I'm going to just leave it here for me and whatever. Well, not chained up or nothing. It's just in the backyard. Mm-hmm. So I can't get in the house. Because I don't know. I'm like, there's a random ass dog back here. I don't, didn't know it was Uncle Will. Mm-hmm. And so every time, like, it didn't it didn't run out the gate. But every time I, like, went near the gate, it would, like, like stand up or whatever, look at me. And the minute I opened up the gate, that bitch just full force running toward me. So I had to shut the gate. You know, the minute I shut the gate, it was like, almost like a fucking video game. It was like, the minute you close it back, it's like it resets. Mm-hmm. And you open it again, I make a footstep in there, and it runs at me. So I have to do that again. And then I have friends. And I remember I had one friend, he was like, oh, you know, I'm good with dogs. You know, I'll do this. And then that motherfucker went there. And that, once it got real close to him, that motherfucker took off running, bolts out that fucking gate. And I'm like, yeah, I thought you was good with dogs, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So it was basically like I had to stand out there for like almost 30 to 45 minutes until my uncle and my grandma probably were wondering like, where the fuck is Brent? And that's my uncle because my uncle and my, bo- my uncle that lived with my grandma and the other uncle with the dog, they're real tight. And so when he saw that dog out there, he basically was like, man, get the fuck out here. No, told the dog off. And then I remember my uncle got yelled at by my grandma because one, you didn't tell me your dog was about, and two, you could have got my motherfucking grandson bit by that dumbass dog. And that was one of the things that led to me fucking hating dogs for all of my childhood. I hated dogs. I fucking despised dogs. Like, I, 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 should I say this? I'm going to lose listeners. I'm not going to tell that story. But <laughs> fuck it. I kicked the shit out of dog before. I don't care. It was a dog that would be like loose running around. Well, no, I ain't touched it. It should have been on the fucking house or on the chain or something. It was fucking chasing motherfuckers around my mom's neighborhood around that time. And one day, man, I wasn't running no more. That was that real. I, I said to myself, I'm not running from these motherfuckers no more. Fuck this shit. I ain't big pussy no more. So the dog ran at me like, you know, all that girl and this shit. And I'm just standing like, fuck this. I put, I had my book bag on one strap, put the other strap in. I'm like, fuck it. We about to go. I'm going to beat the shit out of this dog. <laughs> and it came at me. And I, was, I remember somebody telling me like the stomach area is like probably the softest part. And so I, I, at this time I was always wearing my lug boots, kicked like full force. Like every ounce of strength in my body went to my motherfucking right leg. And I kicked that bitch so hard it went airborne. Out off all fours, and I guess the same don't go for dogs as cats because it did not land on all fours and landed on the side, and it was like barking and shit. And then I kicked the shit out that motherfucker's jaw because I was like, I'm so sick of these fucking dogs. <laughs> Damn. And there was this person that fucking like was driving by and they stopped and they pulled over and was yelling at me about kicking a dog. And I was like, this fucking dog been chasing me up from school. Every fuck that dog. I was going crazy. Lost my motherfucking mind out there. I pr- yeah. now, if they hadn't pulled over, I probably would have stomped the shit up. I'm, I'm not even joking. I don't care. Like, I got so sick of it. every motherfucking day almost. I had to run home because this dog. I'm like, no more. No mas. <laughs> Your ass is going down today. You say you didn't like dogs, but Brent loved my dog. One of the only ones. Usually I don't. Usually I'm like, mm, I'm like, doing the motherfucking ice cube meme. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. It got to the point where, like, my dog became jealous of me and Brent's relationship. <laughs> like, my dog would literally get in bed with us. 
put her back to Brent and then like put her paws on me and like try to push me out the bed, like get away from my man. I'm like, first of all, Fifi, this is my man. Second of all, you get out of my room. Like, the fuck? And Brent was always petting her because she was an attention whore. Mm-hmm. And, like, the minute anytime anyone walked into her house, it could be the cable guy, yeah. the maintenance man, anyone. She's like, you're here to pet me. I'm like, they're not here for you. Go sit uh-huh. down. Like, well, that's the thing. That's what it made me realize. Cause not, well, I mean, not yours because PJ's had dogs, too, that were cool. But it just became a point I realized. It's like, I don't hate dogs. I hate untrained-ass dogs, undisciplined-ass dogs. I don't mind dogs. But if you got one of them old bitch ass dogs that like to be on that bullshit, that's when I don't like your dog. Mm-hmm. Fuck your dog. One of them old type of, oh, he don't bite ass motherfuckers. Like, I can't stand that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, even, oh, he don't bite, but then you got this motherfucker chasing kids around in circles laughing and shit. Like, fuck you and that dog. That's why I beat the shit. I don't know whose dog that was, but I'm glad I beat the shit out of it. Yeah, because when you got dogs aggressive like that, like one, that's either bad training. It usually is bad training. Or no training. Bad or no training. Because dogs should not be like... I mean, I've seen dogs loose before. Like, my our dogs, when I lived with my dad, used to get loose a lot. They We had a hole in the fence. And if you didn't watch them, they would try to sneak out every motherfucking mm-hmm. time. But they weren't ever chasing anyone. Like, most of the time, they would be in the woods, I don't know, playing in the river and shit like that. Like, yeah. they'd go do dumb shit. Or they'd go find another dog to get knocked up by. Like, but they weren't out chasing people. When we had... Mm-hmm. Uh, boxers and rottweilers but yeah so it's all about training you know what i mean like because your dog shouldn't be aggressively trying to attack everyone it sees mm-hmm. and they're li- i've literally seen dogs like that as soon as they get loose they're trying to, they, oh, yeah. like they're trying to that's get what loose saying, to attack fuck them ones. like no <laughs> that's wrong I, I remember it was as i had a friend when i said my dad's house there was a guy named josh he had a dog that it would it would like run and chase after people, but it would like be thinking you playing and shit. Because I remember one day I like was running, I thought it was coming at me, so I started running. And then as my fucking started running behind me, I thought it was chasing me. And then I saw it like running beside me, like looking at me, like where are we going? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where are we going? Which way are we going? Pretty much. <laughs> and then um, I remember my brother is this in my mom's neighborhood again. It wasn't, I wasn't, it couldn't have been the same dog because that would have been too long a gap. Nah, it was, he used to get chased home. Him and his friend, it was a three legged dog. He used to chase him home. My brother got chased home by birds before too. That that story is fucking hilarious. They start kicking the birds. <laughs> I don't know what it was. He said there was a bird that chased his ass all the way home to her, and then he didn't have his key. He oh, like man. forgot his key or something, so he couldn't get in the house since the fuck was in the backyard, like hiding from the fucking bird. That shit's hilarious. That is hilarious. Because you can't train no birds. What so type of bird was I it? I don't know. I'd have to ask you. <laughs> That's I need, crazy. I'm about to get Cameron on here again and just have him like tell all his stories. That would give you a whole episode probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just remember here. I didn't see it. I just remember my mom came home and told me about it and got mad because I burst the fuck out laughing. Like, you got chased by a bird. Like, you went from a three-legged dog to a bird. What's hilarious is that my old apartment, um, my ex and his cousin thought it would be funny to harass the uh, geese with a That's uh, not smart. pellet gun. Mm-hmm. And birds remember shit. They remember you. <laughs> and so then after a while, like anytime the geese saw them, they would hiss at them or chase them and stuff like that. I, and I told him, I was like, quit doing that dumb ass shit because you're going to cause problems because I live next to a pond. So there's a no bunch problems, of geese around problems. and shit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then it got to the point where literally anytime that I left out, the birds didn't fuck with me. Anytime they saw him though, they fuck with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was the most hilarious shit ever. I was like, that's what you get for fucking with them. What the hell you doing? Those shouldn't have been fuck with me, nigga. They were leaving you alone you leave them alone that's right hood rule you don't fuck with me i don't fuck with you look what you done did <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking animals and shit yeah well not fucking animals you know what i mean nobody fucking with yeah animals. there you go yeah nah. 
That's a whole different combo right there, buddy. Anyways, back to this movie. Yep. Where was that? Um, where dogs getting kicked? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The cop dude is he goes up to a desk. And you find out it's a sister. It's a chick named Lisa, and he's sitting there going through all her stuff. And then she pops up behind him. And of course, like they do in these movies, they're like, Lisa, oh my God. I'm like, bro, you already know there's zombies running around. Why the fuck mm-hmm. would you think that this ain't a zombie too? But I guess since it's his sister, he's all like, oh my God, no. And she gets on top of him and is about to bite his ass. But then Alice comes up and <laughs> I thought I thought for she beat that motherfucker with a Rubik's Cube. But just like a clear cube statue thing that she hits in the head with and kills it. And he get the flashback again to like her tomorrow. I can get the codes. I got the moves or whatever the fuck. And he find out the chick that she was talking to was that chick. Uh, what was her name? I just said it. Lisa. It was mm-hmm. her. Her brother, the brother cop guy, explains that, like, his sister went undercover pretty much to try to bring down Umbrella Corps. Yeah. And uh, she went undercover as, like, a scientist or worker for Umbrella Corps. He said, well, I couldn't do it because I would get caught. I would get Too found out attention. too easily. Um, but it was easier for her to go. And she, she had, the only way she would have done it is that she had a secure connection on the inside. And then that's when Alice gets a flashback and she realizes yeah. she was that connection and she got girly killed. Because he says they wanted to uh, expose Umbrella and all the dirty deeds they do behind the scenes and whatnot. Because they end up all getting trapped. Oh, they're all trapped. That's right. Um, What the fuck is her name? Like Michelle Rodriguez and then while Alice and old boy are in there explaining plot shit. uh, Not Robert Rodriguez. Fuck. Michelle Rodriguez and them are trapped in a room because then uh, Alice and them burst in there and they're trying to go out the door. They're like, yo, don't go out there. There's motherfuckers out there too. So, like, what the fuck do we do? We're trapped. And she's like, Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez's name is Rain. It's a lot easier to say Rain. Her name is Rain, goddammit. Mm-hmm. So, Rain tells him, like, hey, um, yo, shit's already bad. But then, uh, yeah, we got like, only an hour to get out this place before it goes on complete lockdown and we never be able to get out. Mm-hmm. So, now you got to take and clock for the movie. We got to get the fuck out of here in an hour. And the Red Queen gets reactivated. I think, oh, no, I think they go reactivated because they're like, yo, the only way we're going to get the fuck out of here is if we had a Red Queen help us. Because mm-hmm. that motherfucker was controlling everything. Mm-hmm. And then they're explaining the T virus, but like I said, I, I don't know. I don't. I, just, I think we explained that shit already. Didn't we? Didn't we tell about T virus? I don't remember now. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> she pretty much they go and reactivate the. Oh, J D turns. He turns to a zombie too. While they're talking, I forgot. Um. So they go and reactivate the the Red Queen, and they pretty much like, yo, we need you to tell us how to get out of here, or we just go on. Shut you down again. Yeah, they did. They added some protocol in there where it's like, yo, you going to help us or else my man with the remote right there, he going to shut your ass down permanently. You going to die, nigga. Mm-hmm. And so the Red Queen gives in pretty much and like tells them a way to get out of there. They go through the sewer system. Yeah, they got to go through some tunnels. Yeah. But then zombies attack like almost fucking immediately. Yeah. So you got zombies in the sewer. They're getting all backed up. And then... The tech guy and Rain get bit. Rain, they got bit like what? Like three times now at this point? She keep getting bit. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, oh, she oh, gets bit. Red Queen, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, she got, the tech dude got bit and she got bit, I think, helping him. But then she gets bit again because the boy JD comes up and she's like, JD, is that you? And then she gets bit. It's, like, oh, it's a fucking zombie, you dumb bastard. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, uh, the Red Queen explained to them, like, you know, getting bit turns your ass. And, yeah. Um, they're, Any kind of bite or scratch, too. Yeah. So she's going to probably turn quick. Yeah, because she didn't got like four bites on her ass. Yeah. Like, you turned it like a motherfucker. I'm surprised she lasted as long as she did, for real. Mm-hmm. She had a huge, strong immune system. Something. She's tough, motherfucker. I'm tough-ass girl. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with me. I'm rain, bitch. But now, um, to get out of there, they had to crawl across some pipes that are above the room, because now the bottom is all full of zombies and shit. They all get across, but then Techie slow ass ends up getting caught because the thing breaks under him. 
and he's getting grabbed up by zombies and shit. But he ends up crawling away and he's telling them, nah, just go. Don't worry about me. I'm going to be all right. And then Alice and them are like, nah, fuck that. We can throw some, some water. He's like, nah, fuck that. Get the fuck out of here. And he has a gun, but he's only got one bullet left. Lucky me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever he says. And they show him, like, put it in his mouth and shit. Like, he about to bomb himself. I never understood, like, putting the gun in the mouth. Because you're trying to shoot yourself in the head. Because he didn't even do it, like, upside down. He did it, like, this way. So, it's like, it'll go, like, out the... I mean, I guess it still would hit the brain, it's still going to hit this right here, and this is what you're trying to sever. Yeah. Because I don't know if a lot of times... Because, you know, a lot of times where he's put it to the side of the dome, like, ba-bow. Because if you sever it right there, if you shoot that and you sever it, that's what's going to make your ass go, um, you're going to be paralyzed, and so mm-hmm. you're not going to feel it. Well, he ain't getting treated by a jump bunch of zombies and shit. Yeah. But he ends up not shooting himself because you hear the gunshot and Alice is like, oh my God, he really did it. And then it cuts back and it just shows he shot the zombie that was right up on him. He's like, nah, fuck that. You got to work for your food, bitch. Mm-hmm. And he starts crawling away. And there's a zombie that crawls after him. And I swear it looks like the fucking director. I, don't, I didn't look up to see if it was. But I'm pretty sure that was the fucking director. And I'm pretty sure the spirit. Oh, no, you said it might be the soundtrack. Because the spirit was telling me something about Marilyn Manson being in this movie, which she said it might just be on the soundtrack. Because mm-hmm. he was in the behind the scenes documentary talking about the video games and shit, too. Oh, yeah, and they get to this next thing that, damn, we almost done with the movie. They get to the antivirus room, and I think this is where, like, Alice pretty much gets, like, all her shit back. Yeah, she gets her memory back, and she remembers that there's the antivirus, which is uh, green, and yeah. the virus is a blue. And she goes to look for it, but it's empty. Oh, and then she tells old boy, this is where she finally tells him, like, I was your sister's contact. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're the one that got her killed. She's like, he's like, oh, she's like, I don't remember, but I know I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is also where you get the dun-dun-dun-dun. Now you get the bad guy at the last third of the movie. The whole time it's just been Umbrella and the Red Queen have been the bad guy. Now you get the actual bad guy. Because mm-hmm. that guy that was supposedly her husband or anything, he also gets his memory back when he sees that antivirus pod. And you see that he was the one that started the containment breach in the beginning of the movie. He had his memory the entire time. Uh, I thought it was because they showed him look at the thing and then they just do the zooming on his face like he's remembering shit. I thought he remembered the entire time and was just trying to keep quiet because uh, he didn't want to get caught. Fuck it, let's find out. I found out. Look, bring up the wiki back real quick. Cause I thought it was saying that he just remembered from looking at the thing with her. It says Alice remembers that an antivirus is in the lab, but they find it missing. Spence remembers that he was the thief who stole and purposely released the. So yeah, he remembered too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they both got to remember because they did say that the wherever the Red Queen hit him with that gas made him have amnesia. So he did how he had it too. So no, nah, yeah, he remembers too because they showed the zoom, the dramatic like zoom in on his face. And like, he goes oh. automatic back to bad guy. It's like he's just like. Back to reality. Oh, there goes reality. Oh, there, whatever the fuck that's on. Yeah, he remembers his entire <laughs> plan. He's like pretty much like. He just turns around and is like, oh, I'm bad guy now. Yeah, and he's like, we could have had a good life. You just had to come with me and leave all these motherfuckers here. Oh, because it shows that um Alice, when Alice is talking to a girl about how she can get the codes, he's actually with a microphone inside the mansion or whatever. He's recording that shit. Mm-hmm. And then he fucks her afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I guess I guess maybe that was his cover. It was fucking her. Like, oh, I'm really spying on your ass, though. Mm-hmm. So Umbrella probably knew what she was doing. Yeah. And so he pretty much has her at, well, there's a gun on the table and Alice goes to grab for it, but he gets it first and he's got her at gunpoint. Yeah, he has his own little villain speech and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you should come with me and we can escape here and there's so much Oh, he gets, he gets grabbed away. Does he get bit? Oh, he does get bit because he has he's running for yeah, let me finish. Oh, my bad. I'm just I'm trying to remember shit, girl. So he's like, there's a bunch of money waiting out there for us and everything. And she's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And he was like, damn, I'm so, well, I'm going to admit I'm missing you already. It's like he's about oh, to shoot yeah. her. And the entire time while he's doing this whole monologue thing, oh, yeah, the, the zombie uh, is coming up out of the water behind mm-hmm. him. And they're not saying anything because they're just going to let him get grabbed up. 
which well, she yeah. does. <laughs> well, she said some little line or movie line. She, mm-hmm. I forget what the fuck it was now, but she says something to Roger. She says that's where he gets bit. Mm-hmm. And he turns around and smokes that motherfucker and they try and grab it. I think, yeah, the cop tried to run up on him, but he's like, oh, oh, back the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So he gets out the room and he locks the asses in there. And I think, I think, I know the room is like a third full of water, but I don't, is the sprinkler still on? I don't think no. they, they weren't there. They, oh, sorry, the red, yeah, shut them down. That's right. And that's when the red queen pops up because they're like, give us the code to get out of here. And she's like, uh, yeah, if you want the code, you got to smoke girly because she's been infected. And she's like, I don't want to. And she's like, well, you're not getting out the, out the fucking room. And then Rain is like, you know what, just go ahead. She hands her this axe, they find. Oh. And she's like, go ahead and cut my head off. And Alice on, is, re- is refusing to do it. <laughs> it seems like they're going to, but before... Oh, no, Alice uh, is doing a countdown thing pretty much like... Because the liquor co- pops up. Yeah, I was going to say you skipped that. It, um... Before all that shit goes on with the code, they show dude run to the, cause the antivirus is on the train and he goes out there and he injects himself with the, the cure. And cause then back in the room, they're like, Oh my, he's going to get away with everything. And then the rare queen was like, Oh no, I don't think so. He's like, I've been a bad, bad girl, homie. Mm-hmm. And that's when you see the liquor comes out of, cause he like hears something, he looks around. And then when he comes back around again, a liquor right there and it fucks him up and kills his ass. Mm-hmm. Back in the room, they're like, Yeah, you ain't got to worry about that no more. But. I'm not letting y'all all out the room because one of y'all is infected. So, yo, kill her and I'll let y'all out. Yep. And they're refusing to do it. Alice actually ends up taking the axe and throws it into the screen that the Red Queen yeah, is going to talk the computer, to yeah. them. And then right, right when you think all hope is lost and the liquor that comes, because the liquor comes back for them mm-hmm. and trying to bust in the room yep. through a glass window. And right when you think all hope is lost, tech guy. Yeah, he shut the Red Queen down. And he was able to open, unlock the door. And as he comes, he sees, he's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and they're like, we'll tell you later. <laughs> get the fuck out of here first. And so they run off and they make it to the train. Yes, sir. They get on the train. They headed back to the uh, opening or the entrance. Mm-hmm. And but while they're on the train, they'll do, oh, oh, shit, this might be another scene taken from Dawn of the Dead. And I think about it because Rain is like, yo, I, I'm about to turn into a zombie. But if I do, you need to shoot me. Same thing happens in Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. But, well, I won't spoil Dawn. You ain't never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit happened. <laughs> But then right when uh, I Alice I is about, seen it. Oh, you didn't say your people's watching them horror movies and shit. Mm-hmm. I need to watch their, their fucking Blu-ray. It's coming out in October. I'm buying the fuck out that shit. I love that movie. That's my favorite of all the dead movies. The night and dawn and day and land and survival and whatever the fuck the other ones are. Land or video. No, Diary of the Dead. That's the name of it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on the train. Uh, Rain doesn't actually die because Alice is about to smoke her. And then she's like, yo, I'm not dead yet, son. Well, she injects her with the antivirus. Yeah. But she's like, because the Red Queen said at this point, it's probably too late. The antivirus probably not going to work. Yeah. It's been too long. And Rain is like nodding off. And she's slumped. And then Alice uh, picks up the gun to go shoot her. And all of a sudden, like, Rain pops back up. was like, I'm not dead yet, bitch. Shit. Yeah, I'm going to need that gun back. But yeah, while that's going on, everybody all happy and shit. My fucking liquor attacks. It grabs the tech dude. Because the tech dude, the driver just grabs him. And he's like, bye. Like, mm-hmm. flings his ass into the sky or some shit. He dead as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like, it shoots its tongue out at Alice. Oh, I didn't mean, I, I was going to say something about the boots. There was one point because they say a scratch or a claw and a bike can fuck you up. There's a point where a bunch of zombies are like grabbing at her and scratching at her, but she has leather boots on. So mm. she doesn't get scratched. That's why she had the boots. Mm. Yeah. I guess thigh highs would have been better though. She got more space to like not get scratched though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but then you still got a dress on. So whatever. Oh, she had a leather jacket over top of the dress. There especially because at one point in time, she uses her thighs to kill a zombie. So yeah, like, I mentioned that when we were watching the movie. I was like, I wouldn't be putting my thighs that close to that motherfucker's mouth. Because she does like the little Sonya, like break the neck with the legs type shit. Mm-hmm. Mixing my video game references now. Fuck you. <laughs> 
But now he throws a tongue at her, but she ends up impelling it with a fucking pole or something, getting it stuck. Yeah, because it, like, wraps around her foot. Yeah. Point. On her boot and shit. And then, uh, why because she's telling the other homie, the cop dude, to open the door, but Michelle Rodriguez, or Rain, then turned into a zombie. Now, for real, for real, at this point. Mm-hmm. And if he don't want to shoot her, they get into a little scuffle. But eventually, he bops her, or somebody bops her in the head. I don't remember if it was him or her. Who did he, he bops her, and when he shoots her, she falls back onto the button that opens the, open the, the door. door yeah. And the liquor is like getting dragged beneath the thing, but his tongue is caught in the rail that because uh, like it's caught, Alice, it's caught in the pipe. Yeah, because Alice stabs the pipe through his tongue, so he's kind of like stuck through the ground, but also mm-hmm. getting dragged. So he catches, he on, catches fire. on fire. Yeah, yeah, he catches on fire. And he did. Dead as fuck. And so then it's just uh, Alice and the guy. Hey, Alice and the cop, the only two that survived. Oh, but the dude, got he got scratched by a liquor, though. So he got these big-ass three scratches on his arm. Mm-hmm. But they end up escaping. They get out of there right as the motherfucking timer hit zero. And then you get Alice is all sad. She's like, I failed them all. Mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't help nobody. They're all dead. Because, I mean, he's like, nah, nah, fuck that. You, ain't, you did the best you could. Oh, shit, what's wrong with my arm? Because his, like- his arm is, like, mutating. Yeah, like weird stuff. It looks like stuff is coming out of his arm. It's like something's like under his skin moving and shit. Yeah, it's weird. Before they can really see what the fuck going on, scientists are. Oh, I think she tries. Does she injecting with the virus? Shit. Mm mm. I think they're going she to. She tries to. She gets it out, and before she can, she they get they get ambushed by, by scientists. Hazmat, hazmat guys. Yeah, and, and they're they're looking at him and shit because they grab her and hold her back because they're looking at dude and the scientist is like, yo, he's mutating. And then he drops a little video game reference for. You. He's like, yo, to getting ready for the Nemesis program. And it's like, ooh, I know that reference. Mm-hmm. You'll see that in the second movie. But, uh, yeah, so they take him away. You just see him looking at Alice as he gets taken away, put on a stretcher, and she's fighting scientists. But no! You get, too many of them. That's right. You cut to her waking up in another hospital bed, naked again. Oh, the video game reference I was talking about, I almost skipped past it. Um, They talk about the fucking Nemesis program, but then they also say, I want to know what happened here. I'm going to send in a team, reopen the hive, or something like that. It basically makes it sound like all this shit happened, and now we're going to reopen the hive with a team and send in, basically start the very first video game off. Like, all this was a prequel to that game. Because mm. I'm going to send in a team to see what happened to the hive and do shit. Mm. And then watching the documentary, dude was like, yeah, I didn't want to do an exact adaptation of the game because you know who lives, who dies, and you know the story. So I want to do, like, a prequel to the game. So when I watched it, I was like, ah, well, I called it this time then. So this is supposed to be a prequel to the game. Which mm. is still weird. I guess that's why there's nobody from the video game in it. Mm-hmm. But... There's no liquors in the first game. I mean, I'm nerd shit that I wouldn't know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it seems weird, but I guess I'll take it. That's the, all right, wait, this didn't happen. Oh, no, there's stuff in the video going to happen because it's a prequel, so it ain't happened yet. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll take your conceit and run with it. But yeah, so I had to throw that in there. But yeah, so she wakes up on this, like... Wakes um, up on a slab. Yeah, and she's got, like, all these uh, IVs running into her. And she starts taking them out of her. And she has one strapped to her head. And she rips it off and has a bald spot there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she takes one of the needles to one of the IVs um, and uses it. Well, she walks up to this, like, two-way mirror and is screaming at it. But on the other side, because she thinks someone's on the other side of it. It's empty. But you Except realize... a zombie. Yeah, no one's in there. Um, So she takes a needle... Uh, from one of the IVs and like swiped it through the cart, the door. Yeah, I understand. Fob. She took she took like the bloody little needle and like wiped it in there until I guess until it fried the system. I guess I don't know. Yeah, weird. and the door unlocked and she made her way outside. And when she makes her way outside, it's total apocalyptic, pretty much. <laughs> it looks like Resident Evil Three outside. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? That's the next movie. 
Go from one to three, motherfucker. But uh, yeah, and there's um, Raccoon City is super dead and empty, nobody around. There's a oh, there's a newspaper article clipping or whatever that says the Dead Walk, which I'm pretty sure again is taken from the fucking Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead, one of those two. I remember there being a thing that said the Dead Walk too, so I think they stole that too. Well, you know, fun fact: George Romero was going to do a Resident Evil movie, but it never happened, which would have been the shit probably. But he ended up actually directing a commercial for Resident Evil Two, the video game though. So I guess he got that going. But yeah, the dead walk, girly walks to a uh, cop car, gets a shotgun, cocks that motherfucker. You get the big zoom out that shows how fucked up Raccoon City is. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the movie. That was Resident Evil, homie. Dun, 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 dun. But I had never seen before, but I was looking through the special features. I saw there's an alternate ending to the movie because Paul Anderson, I guess, was like, he had this. This was the original ending. Like, the alternate ending was the one that the studio was going to try and force onto it. Like, they like to always try and fuck up movies all the time. Because they thought that, you know, the ending, original ending was too dark and shit. You know, people would feel bad because everybody's dead. And I guess except for Alice pretty much. So they filmed another ending where it's six months later and Alice is going, you know, straight to fucking Umbrella building to try and, you know, stop him, I guess, from the heart of the place. Wherever the fuck. And they pull out guns to try and stop her. Then she pulls out this super huge ass gun. And shoots him, but even though it doesn't show, but he said the original plan was she gonna shoot a gun and that big missile turns into micro missiles that hits everybody all at once. And then it show her walking into the umbrella office like a badass going to stop him. And he said that ending fucking sucked. And I agree that ending would have fucking sucked. And I wouldn't have been able to get the second movie, which is my favorite one anyway, so fuck that ending. But that was alternate. It's not like Die Hard 3 where the alternate ending was better. Well, because in Die Hard 3, that was the original ending. Now, it got forced on that. That movie got the forced studio ending, which is still not bad, but not as good as the other one. Whereas this one was going to get the forced studio ending, but then they fought it and said, no, fuck you. This ending's better. And then they got five more movies out of it. So, look who won. That's Resident Evil, though. But before we tell you what we thought about the movie, now that you know what the fuck happened in the movie, you can listen to these promos and ads, and then we'll come back, and we'll tell you what we thought about all that shit we just talked about. So, come back. Hello there, you're listening to Home Video Hustle. This is Angel and Nikki from the Color Me Dead podcast. If you guys like true crime, dark humor, and a little bit of uh, off-topic rants, come join us at the Color Me Dead podcast. New episodes air every Wednesday, and mini-sodes every Monday. You can find us on all podcast apps or ageofradio.org slash colormedead. Enjoy your episode of Home Video Hustle from Brent and PJ. And... Stay out of talk lines. Goodbye. Spirits. Yes. The fuck did you think about Resident Evil? Resident Evil. So I don't know if it's because it's um like an early two thousands movie, but like the old kind of it was it was kind of like corny in some instances. Well, yeah. Um, and especially with like the what was back then dope, but it's now really wax CGI. Oh, that liquor CG is woo. <laughs> woo. <laughs> yeah. Um there are things that bothered me so badly with like the movie like the uh, her wardrobe cho- you know choice like that shit was just beyond stupid. I think they was trying to make her look like Ada Wong I think, man. Yeah. When I saw the motherfucking picture, I was hoping she wasn't supposed to be Ada Wong cuz again that would be that whitewash shit cuz Ada Wong is a fucking Asian, but I was wondering if that's what they were doing though. But did she actually Ada Wong does pop up though eventually in these movies. So does Leon. We'll get to those way later probably. I think that's the fifth movie. But um, I hated the ending because they went through so much bullshit just for shit to be fucked up. And you don't even know where the other guy went. You know what I mean? So she's probably a licker now. you find out in the second movie. But, um, yeah, so that ending really pissed me. Oh, so you would be one of those people that was like, I don't like that ending. 
You would you have preferred the other ending? Yes. Oh fuck that. What? That ending would have been trash. I like the way it ended because well, I mean, I don't know. Cause it's funny because most of the video games end with like everybody on the helicopter flying away and a big happy ending and an explosion and shit. Oh, Even one ends with, well, I mean, depending on which ending you get, ends with Chris and Jill or, and Barry or whoever the fuck you got survive at the end. They fly off in the helicopter and the mansion explodes. Resident Evil 2 ends with, uh, oh, spoilers, I guess, but it's old ass games. Fuck y'all. But <laughs> Leon, Claire, and Sherry escape Raccoon City right before the fucking bomb hits and blows it all the fuck up. So basically, happy ending explosion. Resident Evil 3 ends with fucking Jill and Carlos getting picked up by Barry in the helicopter if you get that ending. And they fly from Raccoon City as it fucking explodes. <laughs> Resident Evil 4 ends. Leon and, uh, Ashley, they get out there on a jet ski leaving the fucking island as it fucking explodes. Resident Evil 5 ends in a fucking volcano. <laughs> I don't remember Resident Evil 6 ending, actually. I've only beaten that game once. That's the one I haven't played that much. But you see the, the thing there is that it usually does have happy Hollywood blow up type endings, but they actually didn't do it here. The ending that she liked, ultimately that she liked probably would have been more of a Resident Evil style ending and I would hate it. I thought this was my review. I know, I'm just saying, I'm explaining for the listeners okay. why that ending is dumb. You're dumb. I know. You're not dumb. It's no, fine. I would have preferred the <laughs> other ending because I'm just like, it's bullshit that you fucking, you go through all that shit, kill all those motherfuckers, make it out alive, and you still get fucked over. It's some bull fucking shit. Don't watch any 70s sci-fi horror movies, I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, I now. know. Don't watch Invasion of the Body Snatchers from the 70s, you'll be really pissed off. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I love that ending, though. Some, sometimes it's okay. Like, sometimes I like it when there's no happy name, but sometimes it's like, nah, this was just a nah for me. I love Rain, though. I love her character. I was sad that she got turned into a zombie, though. Um, I'm not gonna spoil it, never mind. Um, so, <laughs> this one's gonna have to be maybe, like, a three for me. A three? Yeah. I didn't think it'd be that low. Yeah, I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious, because I probably been right there with you when I saw it back in the day, but now, all these goddamn years later, I didn't see it in 2002, so I can't say exactly from 2000. Whenever the fuck I saw it, it was, like, probably mid to late 2000 when I finally watched it. Didn't care for it. Watched it again a few years ago. It was like, eh. Then I watched it like last year and I was like, eh, it's whatever. It's a dumbass movie. Watching it now, it's fine. It's it's Resident Evil like in name only in a lot of spots. You get the enemies and shit, but it doesn't really follow the plots. I think from the second movie on. Well, I don't know because the second movie feels like Resident Evil 3, the movie in a lot of ways, even though it's not. The third movie I remember just not liking at all. Even when I rewatched it not that long ago, I still thought it was terrible. The fourth one stole a bunch of shit from Resident Evil 5. So I remember liking that one. Basically, the more they steal from the video games, the more I like these movies. And this one, I was like, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. I would give it like a six. It's kind of nostalgic for me. Because see, when I was in 2002, when I was like 11 to 12, that's when I started watching a lot of dumb action movies. So like back when I was a kid, I'd probably be like, yeah, this is the shit. Like I was with the second movie. I was 13 when I saw the second movie. And I love that shit. Especially that when you got Mike Epps dropping the one-liners in the second movie and shit. The one that we still use to this day. My brother and I say, and he probably don't remember where the fuck it comes from no more. I'll just pull now just a scene in there where Mike Epps is driving away and there's like a zombie walking across the street and he just says, GTA motherfucker, and he runs it over and shit. And we used to say that all the time playing the Grand Theft Auto and shit when my parents went around. GTA motherfucker! <laughs> oh, yeah! Ten points! Love that movie. Oh, shout out to Brendan too. Brendan actually just recently, as a matter of fact, I'm about to see if I can pull that up. He watched all these in a, almost in a row. I wonder if I could find his fucking... Oh, oh, as I say that, I got a message from Brendan on Twitter. He said um, he's watching this movie called Art of Self-Defense. He said, Art of Defense is really fucking good. Resident Evil? Not so much. LOL. So there you go. 
I wonder if I could find exactly because he was doing like little written quick reviews for. I wonder can I? It'd be nice if I could just search his tweets for that shit because he tweets a lot, so it's probably fucking gone somewhere. I tell you what, while she reads the Black History flashcard, I'll probably look for her while she's doing that. It's but, funny that you say though that you like the movies better when they take from the video games because I'm like that took that ending from the video game I would have liked better probably. What I'm saying is that because you got the liquors and shit, you had umbrella and you had like the laser scene actually got taken from this movie for Resident Evil Four. They did that, but I don't know. It's just it's dumb as fuck. Like if you grew up in the early 2000s watching these types of movies, it has that nostalgia for it. Fuck Umbrella Court. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody would like root for Umbrella. They remind me of America and America's They're based in America. Yeah, I'm just saying it's like a, it's like a representative of American government, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You're doing foul shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I I think if we did all these movies, there's gonna be a lot of highs and lows. Like it's for me, I ain't gonna front. The next movie is gonna get a high score. I fucking love the second movie. Third one's gonna go way the fuck down. Cause I remember hating the third movie. Then the fourth movie I liked. Then the other two, like I said, I haven't seen the last one. The fifth one, I don't remember that much. I just remember it had Leon and Ada in there, just like in the background. That kind of pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the fucking people I want to see. Why the fuck are they in the background? <laughs> oh, Barry's even in that movie. Shit, I think about that. Shit, Jill might be too. I know Jill comes into this, the next movie. But yeah, it, it can have a six. It's fine. It's not the worst. It's not the best. Believe me, there are way worse video game movies out there than this shit. Mm-hmm. Go listen to what were they thinking? We talked about Alone in the Dark. Fucking Uwe Ball movie. That shit's worse. Mm-hmm. That shit's terrible. But nah, three and a six is whatever. I figured she's going to give us something. Low. I've the second see fuck this movie. I want to talk about the second one. That's what I want to see what she said about that one. I might even get Brendan for that one. Cause he didn't like it. I'm probably mm-hmm. the only one that liked that fucking movie. I don't care. I'ma defend that shit. But that's it for the reviews, I guess. So spirits. Ah, uh, I think we got segments on this show. hmm Got some black history flashcards from the urban intellectuals. Black mm-hmm. history for that ass. Hell yeah. Bam. Who that right there? Dame Eugenia Charles. Born May 15, nineteen nineteen. And she died September 6, 2005. She is the first female attorney of uh, Dominica and only female prime minister. Uh, She served as head of state longer than any other prime minister of Dominica. Uh, She helped to find the Dominica Freedom Party in the 1970s and led it for over two decades. She worked with the U.S. President Ronald Reagan to orchestrate the 1983 United States invasion of Grenada. And she dedicated herself to the reconstruction of housing, roads, and other infrastructure destroyed by Hurricane David. And she was a cons- she was a conservative, and most policies, her inflexible views, led her to be nicknamed the Iron Lady of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And is that it? Yeah, that is a. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you start all these. Dame like Eugenia Charles. Well, Eugenia Charles. Hey. Yeah. The black history for that ass, man. Mm. I, um, I messaged Brendan. Hopefully, he sees it before we end the episode. I asked him what the fuck he was with his review of this movie. So, I don't remember what he said about it, but I don't think he liked it very much. Got other segments on the show, though. I'm going to get mine out the way real fast because fuck it. I recommend just go play a goddamn Resident Evil game. I don't give a fuck. Even if you big pussy about it, go play it anyway. It's just fun, man. If I had to recommend which ones to go for, play the original one. But if you can, play the fucking remake. They got the HD remaster. They call it remake because Resident Evil remake. Remake. Yeah. Play that. Play the motherfucking Resident Evil 2 remake. Play Resident Evil 3 remake. Play Resident Evil 4. Play Resident Evil 5. Fuck it. Play 6. I know a lot of people hate it. Fuck it. Play it anyway. <laughs> I can I can assure you, like, basically, 1 through 4, you can't go wrong. <laughs> but make sure you're playing the remake. I mean, with 2 and 3, you don't have to play the remakes. But I would just say, now, why the fuck not play them? They're new. They're out there. Why the fuck? You can play the old ones, too. Shit. I love the original first Resident Evil game. But remake is pretty much the original game, but better. So just play 1, 2, 3, 4. And then you can move on after that see if you want to go any further. I love 5, personally. 
even though it has its problematic moments. It had it had controversy when it came out because it takes place in Africa. So that's there you go. Mm-hmm. Why all the zombies gotta be black? Why are they killing blacks? It's in fucking Africa. A bunch of white people going to kill black people. I see how it is. Pretty much. Well, I mean, you get this an African chick team with you. It's an African chick and a white. So baby. you turn one of our people against us. Well, that's a bunch of them. It's just a whole <laughs> squad. Whole squad of African people trying to stop them. Because it's like, um, we've seen me play Resident Evil 4. It's like basically how that was with the European people, whatever the fuck, but it's just Africa. Mm-hmm. The main thing, though, a lot of, that's not even really that there's a section in that game where you go to like a little island that's off on its own and shit, mm-hmm. where there's like a little tribes and shit, and they have them with like the motherfucking spears and shields and shit. And a lot of people are like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Why'd you do that? Mm-hmm. And the Japanese people were like, well, that's what we thought. And like, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> Not at all. So that's, that's, a lot of people are like, fuck that game. I love that game. I'm sorry. I fuck, that game is fun as fuck to me. But, yeah, like I said, but for sure, if you don't want to deal with that, one through four, you can't go wrong. So there you go. My hustle approval. You got one? Yep. I would like to hustle approve Splatoon. Splatoon 2? Splatoon 2. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Splatoon 2. Um, If you watched last year's E3, it was uh, shown there. They had a competition battle going on. But Splatoon is pretty much... um. It's mostly an online game where yeah. you um, battle. You have squid people yeah. who um, use weapons. Um, that inklings, sh- I think they're like inklings or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they have weapons that shoot ink. And pretty much the whole premise of it is you're set in an arena. There's two teams that have ink. Of That's two teams of four, right? Two teams of four. Yeah. Um, each team has uh, one color of ink, and the other team has a different color. You need to fill the arena up with as much of your color ink as possible to win yep. and you have a time limit at the end uh whoever wins you know has the most ink uh area covered with their ink wins um you can also like whack people or shoot them down with your ink guns yeah. or whack them with your ink rollers whack, and stuff whack them good. um and it's pretty fun actually like i just got it and have been playing it and it's pretty dope mm-hmm. and that's my hustle approval there you go i got to, i threw out my motherfucking uh switch friend codes so if you want to get online and play that shit all you got to do is send that friend request, baby. So, yeah, they're hustle approved. It's easy. It's simple. But on that, I think I'm going to give him some info real quick. It looks like Brendan ain't going to see that message. I'm waiting to see if he's going to reply back. Maybe he, I don't know, maybe. It was like 20 minutes ago he sent me that last message, so he might not be by the computer. But if you want to send me a message or a tweet or whatever the fuck you want to do, I don't know. Here we go. You can get me up on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase iCast. That's HVH Podcast, if you didn't understand me. And, uh, yeah, that's the main base operation. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and all that. You can go on there. I'll respond to that, too. But Twitter is the best place to find me at. And on Twitter, and, and on the Twitter page, in the description or bio, whatever you want to call it, there's a link right there that says Linktree or link.tre, some weird shit. If you click that, it has all our links. You can get to the Patreon, you can get to Instagram, Facebook, our Google Podcast page, and Apple Podcast page, Spotify, all that shit. The merchandise shop. We just actually sold a t-shirt. Shout out. We do got that Patreon, like I just said. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Home Video Hustle. You support the show. You get to pick movies for us to watch. I'm uh, I'm actually in the process. I'm about to have a lot of movies to send out this Christmas. You get Christmas gifts from the Home Video Hustle. My, I'm, hey, I've been debating, though. I'm going to see how much it costs. They got, um, I think it was, was it Custom Ink? Oh, no, it was actually, I think, T-Public, where we our shop is at. You can get custom face masks. You can get a motherfucking Home Video Hustle face mask, son. I might fuck around and get some of those and send them out. Do not use your face mask to go rob people with. We don't want that type of publicity. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't do no set it off shit and then rob a bank, especially if you're going to do that dumb Cleo shit. Don't really put my name on that shit. Well, people don't have CDs no more anyway, so you're probably fine. Yeah. Nigga, don't throw nobody's iPod out the window. <laughs> But yeah, 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 all that shit. You support the show, follow the show, 
chop it up with the show, all that shit. And we got a YouTube page where we put out new videos every Wednesday. So if you want to know a movie once on a Friday, just watch the motherfucking video on Wednesday. It's that simple. You could just wait until Friday, but why do that? I put out videos for you to watch. Watch the shit. <laughs> and if you want to highlight the spirit, she got a Twitter page too, though. Yeah, you can find me at the spirit 95 on Twitter. That is the numbers 95. Don't spell it out because I don't know who that is, but it ain't me. So. If it ain't rougher than me. You can find PJ on Twitter at Paulie PJ, capital P, lowercase A-U-L-Y, capital P, lowercase J, Paulie PJ, and he has a SoundCloud page at 614P underscore music. And I'm trying to find, because I said shout out, but I didn't say who I was shouting out that bought the damn t-shirt. Homegirl Instagram, Archaeology11. Shout out to you. I don't know actually real name. I don't know if she ever told me a real name. So I just go by the username. So shout out to you, because I just got a random link one day like, hey, uh, where where you, where the link to the merchandise shop? I was always right here. She's like, oh, thank you. And then I got email like, hey, you sold a t-shirt. Like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Somebody else now has my face on their body. <laughs> my body is your body. My body all over your body, babe. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's is that LSG. I think that's them. But yes. So all that. If you want our face on your bodies, I have to get a spirit shirt or a spirit on a fucking shirt somewhere now so you get her face on your body. Blank with just floating glasses. I think somebody, Um, I think it was Steve. Steve was drawing a bunch of the Castaway crew. Like a, it was like a grill with or a picture for each podcast. And he had ours. It was like me and PJ like in a fucking drop top or something, with like with some drawlicks or because we were like pointed at a weird direction in the air. Mm-hmm. And it was me and PJ, and then it had like you as a ghost like floating up out in the back and shit. <laughs> That's I'll tell, me. I'll tell you whenever you finish that, I'm a, I'm gonna fucking put that on a t shirt. Put that on a fucking t shirt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I think that's about everything. Thank y'all motherfuckers for listening. Next week it's gonna be weird because. It's our three-year anniversary. It's techni- it technically will be the next Monday, or Monday coming up as you're listening to this. But we put our episode on Friday, so we will celebrate the three-year anniversary on Friday. But at this point, I don't know what the fuck PJ doing, so hopefully he'll be here for it. <laughs> if not, we'll figure out something, because we were going to do the three-year episode today as you're listening to this, but I ain't heard from him, so we did this. So I got a buffer week now. But next week, it, we celebrating. So hopefully PJ can celebrate with us. If not, I might just see what the fuck y'all doing. Fuck it. I might call people in, get on Skype. What the fuck you want to talk about? Over the hustle shit. God damn it. Get your motherfucking hustle on. So if you start getting the messages around like next Tuesday or some shit, they just know about having heard from him yet. So we'll <laughs> figure that shit out. So anything left to tell him, Spirit? I'm the Spirit. Oh, you said it too early. No, I'm the Spirit. You're Brent. This is a home video hustle. Have a good Friday. <laughs> Have a not. good whatever day you're listening to it on. You're saying it wrong. What did I say wrong? You ain't add the emphasis. You ain't add the fun words. You didn't add the color in there like I do. I'm a spirit. Oh, you want me to do it now? Yeah. Okay, I'm Brent. This is a home <laughs> video hustle. Have a good fucking what is it? I don't fucking oh, that white that white side showing like a motherfucker right now. Have a, have a good, good fucking uh, Shut good fucking uh, you. Woo, you know she mixed now, don't y'all? Shut up. Saying it with the dashiki and everything on too. Got the braces, the cheeky, the hair wrap, the motherfucking Michael Jackson earrings, and saying that shit. Why ash fuck? You know, g- 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 fucking. I won't apologize for being mixed. I, know, I just like fucking with you, especially since you trying to jack my lines and you're fucking them up. Have a good weekend. There you Have go. a good fucking Friday. Have a good fucking whatever day you're listening to this one. Every fucking night and every fucking day. I'm sorry. You social distance, quarantine, do wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Wash your ass, wash your face, wash your feet, wash everything. Get in the motherfucking shower. Mm-hmm. It ain't no bother to get in that goddamn shower. Mm-hmm. Woo! Bars on that ass.
Well, I guess if she said it already, I guess I'll just say peace. Peace. Have a good rest of your motherfucking week. Have a good rest of your motherfucking Friday. God damn it, I gotta get in there. <laughs> peace. Even though I said it backwards, you fucking me up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you that in there. Oh, I did. It's still recording. <laughs> now we are. Thank you.